right, Sons of the Hunt podcast, season three. It's episode two, kinda one point five. One point five. <laughs> we started off the season with misfire, a little bit, and uh, it was basically just because I forgot to hit record, mm. which is like, like step one, right, right, of a podcast. That's pretty pathetic. Well, you know, we, we, we got our heads, we're trying to wrap our heads around an awful lot mm. uh, lately, trying to get all this stuff improved and make it better. And then, you know, that sometimes that happens, man. You, you focus on the, the upper stuff and you miss the 101 stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure. But that's all right. Hey, listen, this is how we roll, man. Like, we, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to screw it up. And uh, it's for your entertainment, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, hey, where are we right mm -hmm. now? Where are we? Speaking of where we are. We're actually uh, in a really cool uh, new little location we've been working on here. Uh, yep. That's another another reason we've been kind of sitting back on on recording, trying to get a, a new spot put together. And I think it came out pretty stinking awesome, man. Yeah. So you're listening to Sweet it. You obviously can't see space. it. But uh, just reference uh, the Facebook page and uh, the YouTube channel. You'll be seeing some videos of the new spot coming out real yeah. quick. Yeah. I mean... Uh Felt like we needed to move the podcast directly beneath my marital marital bedroom, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So essentially, what's going on there is we've uh, got a little renovation going, designing a new studio. Um, I don't know if my wife likes when I call it designing a new studio as much mm -hmm. as saying that we're improving the basement, improving the basement. Mm -hmm. But we're designing a new studio. Semantics. Yeah. <laughs> potato, potato. Indeed. Uh, but it's basically a bar, mm -hmm. in a bar, and uh, just with a couple little minor modifications for microphones, Make cameras, podcast and, friendly. Yeah, just it's just it's going to be a podcasting uh, acceptable space. Indeed, indeed, it will. I mean, it's yeah. always been pretty cool. I mean, I remember the first couple that recorded. I mean, it was like white walls, empty room. The yeah. only thing in the room was the a table. table. And the, yeah, yeah. And I I took some camouflage material and stapled it to the folding yeah. table. Yeah, we're. High tech, mm -hmm. so we're we're learning and growing, learning and growing. But so, you know, we need to get in a professional space since we're just straight up the best podcast in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Apparently so. Apparently so. The, the people, people have, have spoken, man. That's it. The people have spoken. And uh, speaking of that, like, thank you very much. Yeah. You guys are like the coolest. Uh, the fact that we were a write-in. For uh, Access NEPA, it's the Times Tribune is the uh, big newspaper in our area here in Northeast PA. And every year they do uh, Access NEPA. It's kind of like a sidebar of the Times Tribune. And they do like, you know, your lo best local bar, uh, best barber, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And um, local podcaster was one of the um, categories. Right. Uh, I believe it was last year was the first year for it. Maybe I could be wrong on that. Nonetheless, uh, I actually received a message from a, from a friend of mine that uh, we were written in because there was an option to write in your favorite uh, right. you know, if it didn't appear. Um, so we were written in, and uh, it just kind of took off from there, and we, we kind of brought some awareness to it, to our, yeah. uh, our fans, our friends, our family, and uh, you guys really came through because uh, uh, we really uh, kind of passed over a lot of big names in our area. Yeah. So it was kind yeah, of surprising. It was, it was impressive. It was impressive to say the least. Indeed. And I think that even more so when you think of it in the the way that an outdoor themed podcast. Won yeah. That, you know, and I mean I mean there was a, a 
what was it, Potter Than Hell? Yep, Potter Than Hell. They're friends of ours from yeah. Carbondale, right around the corner from us. Pretty, um, pretty big. They're uh, in like 17 countries. I mean, yeah. they're a podcast. I mean, they're a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, Snedeker, Jill Snedeker, he's a yeah. local news personality, yeah. uh, weatherman. But I mean, he's got a very large personality. Uh, you know, a lot of people love him. He's got a, a podcast. Um, 98.5 KRZ is a radio, really famous radio station, you know, big radio station in our area. Yeah. Um, one of the DJs from 98.5 has a music podcast, which is actually pretty cool. I've listened to it. Um, uh, you know, there was a lot of really, really interesting yeah, um, you know, nominations. Uh, so for an outdoor lifestyle podcast to uh, take home the win was pretty damn impressive. Man. Yeah, I mean it. It says a lot about the loyalty. Hell of, yeah. of our of our following. I don't even want to call it a following. Right, right. Just our friends. It, you know, our like, our community. It sounds like we're like leading a cult. Yeah. When well, we say it that not way. yet. Season four, maybe. Season four, we <laughs> might. S-O-T-H cult. cult. Yep. you got a lot of room but up here, man. We can make a little commune going on up here. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know... We, Build a barn, get some more chickens, we're all set. Yes. You know, <laughs> and we'll just chill and talk about the outdoor lifestyle mm-hmm. and how it's sustainable, mm-hmm. how it's good for your soul, Indeed. cleanses your mind. We can go on and on. Oh, on. my goodness. Character yeah, building. Flip back, thumb, thumb back through some of the episodes yeah. and uh, and you'll get a good idea. But I, And I think that, you know, it's, you know, a big part of our life is outdoors you know hunting yeah. fishing that kind of thing but you know uh, uh the i think the the big takeaway from what we've been doing for now in our third season is not just focusing on that but focusing on what that does for you what the benefits of that kind of lifestyle can bring you yeah. not just you know uh, i'm gonna go out and you know kill my food which is cool um you know everyone's got their own little uh, direction that they want to go when it comes to hunting or fishing you know are you into tournaments right are you a big bass fisherman are you a trout fisherman are you a fly fly guy you know what i mean uh with hunting are you into you know big mature you know boone and crockett deer are you yeah. into st- fill in the freezer mm. thing is we don't care no you know we're kind of like all of the above you know what I mean? You can underline it all, circle it, and put an asterisk at the end in the beginning because we just yep. we love it all. So to take that whole round aspect and, and flip it into our professional lives, our family lives, you know how we you know how we, we uh, stoke our relationships and stuff like that with other people, and and how we promote ourselves in regard to the outdoors, and how we kind of uh, conduct ourselves in the general public. I think that's another cool thing that's going to give us a leg up now. People are going to start to take notice of Sons of the Hunt yeah, um, that haven't heard of us before because of this. So we owe that all to you guys, all, all to you guys who voted for us and went on and took the, you know, the time it did to log in and create an account. You know, once you did, you can just pop in and vote every day. And, no. and it, it really, I'm interested to see kind of if they can tell us how many votes we actually got. You know, call it what you will, but yeah, you know, conceited or whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I interested. Know. I don't know if I care that much, but uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's just, it's just a very interesting. I really did not see this coming. You know what I mean? No. It was cool that we got nominated. That somebody would care enough to kind of throw us in there. Yeah, that alone is cool. Right. But for uh, you know, like I said, an outdoor podcast to to uh, to win an award from a very kind of like a left leaning liberalish type publication. It's uh, yeah. kind of interesting, you know what I mean? So it, it's really, it, it might cross some borders and, you know what I mean, and stray some lines that more people would be more to shy away from straying those lines because, I mean, our 
fans, if you want to say, our friends, our community. We've got you know left leaning people, right leaning people, center yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, you know it, it's one of those things where you don't have to. We've talked about that a hundred times. You yeah, know, you don't have to subscribe to a certain political affiliation, right. a, a certain religion, a certain. You don't have to be in a certain income level. I mean, it it kind of uh, skews all borders. You know what I mean? There's no real niche. You know, right. it can be anybody. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's the the. The whole thing when when you brought that up to me the first time and I thought about it and you're like oh it's it's kind of like you know it, it I don't I don't know I guess it's a liberal publication I don't know who, maybe, who maybe reads, liberal is not the right word well, like left leaning so to speak it might be mm-hmm. but I mean who reads newspaper anymore it's not me and and it's it's not it's not a shot at Times Tribune or anything right but right. It, well, in our area, paper. still a lot yeah. of people still but do. Here, so here's the thing. Um, just when you when you said that, it got me thinking about you know how I I feel like we do a good job of you know not leaning one way or the other, and I think a lot of that is because I don't care about politics. Right, right. And you know, it's to me the way I view politics these days is it's somebody just wanting be on a team or something. Right, right, Like, right. that's all it feels like. And it's like, all right, you can't, you know, neither of these sides have very many redeeming qualities. Right. And, you know, they, they both make mistakes. And, and But the thing is that there are people who are so dug in on one side that even when, you know, the the side that they lean to is clearly in the wrong, they still defend it. Like they would die for it, right? It doesn't, right. Make, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, to me. it doesn't gonna, make any sense. If you're going to die on a hill, it better be something that's worthwhile. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? mean. And uh, yeah, no, it is. You know, a lot of common sense gets bypassed. Politi- politics these days is a joke. It's just straight up a joke. Yeah. It is. I mean, it, we should be ashamed of where it is right now. Honestly, yeah. How, for the most part, there's still some good people out there that are really trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and those are I mean? those but, for the most part are the people that get shit on. That's you know? it. You know, they, they're not, you know, shining their own, shining themselves all over the place and look what I did. These are the guys who get down into the, you know, pardon me, they, they really kind of get into the uh, the grid of it and, and get stuff done, like you said. But those are the people that you, I mean, yeah. we, we should at least make an attempt to get to know the people who are our voices, essentially, yeah. uh, to a point, but to really get down the rabbit hole. I mean, I've done it. You know yeah, what I mean? You get down those sure. rabbit holes and, and it gets real challenging to come up for air, so to yeah. speak. So, uh, you know, but again, it was just nice that we are kind of not affiliated to any real, like you yeah. said, politically, we're not really affiliated anywhere. <laughs> and so we just kind of do what we like and what we think is right. And that's the end of it. If it goes this way, it's great. If it goes that way, it's great too. And <laughs> I know I've been telling you and a lot of the people that follow me or are friends with me on social media don't realize this. I've said it a couple of times, but I don't know if they, they, they probably think, well, not me. <laughs> hey, if you post political stuff every day and you're friends with me, mm-hmm. you're snoozing. <laughs> I've snoozed you, <laughs> you at know, this point. And, and that's it. Because I'm know. sick of it. I'm sick of seeing political posts constantly. Like, give it up. Go to work. Do Do what you have to do to be a good human being every day. And stop posting political stuff on Facebook because you're not changing anyone's minds and you're annoying me. Yep. I'm getting annoyed. Mm-hmm. I'm getting 
I'm getting annoyed talking about it. <laughs> and that's it. You know, I was talking to my, my buddy uh, Dave today. He was over at the house. We were just kind of, you know, he stops by once a week, which is awesome. He's a group, very close friend of mine, my buddy Dave Shander. And uh, he stopped by to talk to me for a little bit today. And we were kind of getting into it a little bit, not getting into it, but we were just kind of discussing like how people really get into posting a lot of the political stuff. And he made a really good point. He's like, when that's all you're putting out there, you're yeah. one dimensional. Yeah. He's like, and that's how people view you. He's like, because in social media, the days now, there's a lot of people that we can consider friends of ours or people that we, you know, we communicate with on a regular basis that we've never really met in person. Yeah. So they don't truly know who we are outside of social media. Yeah. So if that's all you're putting up there, that's all people are going to know about yeah. you. And that's going to be, uh, he said, like he said it best, you, you become one dimensional to yeah. a lot of people. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I got down the rabbit hole a few times myself, but I'm a very strong second amendment supporter. And yeah. And that's fine because that is, that's its own thing mm -hmm. that stands well, does it make sense to say that that stands for itself? That is its own thing. Sure. You know what I mean? It, And it sucks that it's attached to one side. You right, know, right, like, right, right, and right. That, because, I don't know. But that's I, the I don't thing, know you know, it, I, you know? I, 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 I would disagree a little bit that it's attached to one side because there's a lot of people. So, you know, basically the, the, the right or the conservatives right. are more gun-friendly and the right. left liberals are anti-gun apparent you know percept perceived to be as such true but i know a lot of my friends that are liberal democrats that mm -hmm. i can sit down and have a great conversation with because they're normal human beings yeah you know what i mean they're not these crazy out left because those are the people that get attention you know the squeaky wheel gets the oil you yeah. know and a lot of the crazy left-leaning liberals they get a lot of attention so that what is what becomes representative of that side yeah then you have the right you know, the guys who show up at, you know, uh, the state capitol dressed out in like, you know, bug out gear with, you know, AR-15s over the shoulder and, yeah. and who's and the, who's the popular one right now? Is it Gun Girl? Is that what they call her? Gun Girl? Yeah, there's that chick that walks around with an AR Oh, all the yeah, time. yeah. Yeah, she's actually pretty bright. She but again, gets, she a, gets attacked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, which okay, I, I understand what, what you're standing for. I can't remember her name. Boy, I yeah, just, she's gun girl. Yeah. And uh I but I also think it's hilarious when you know people berate her. I I, I love both sides of it. Right, right, right. But I understand like obviously, you know, I support the, the second amendment mm -hmm. because guns are sweet, love shooting them, like Indeed. hunting. So yeah, they're a necessity, sure. Yeah. But I still like seeing people, you know, get prodded. Sure, sure. It's funny. Yeah, but it can be taken really far. Um, people get really crazy with it. But again, you know what I mean? Either I, way. So, exactly. It can so, go both ways. So, yeah. you know, I have friends of mine who are liberal Democrats and we have great conversations and they're not anti-Second Amendment. They don't think that we right. should, you know what I mean? They they think that these crazy gun moves are absolutely batshit crazy. No. So it doesn't, it's not representative of everybody. It's just, you know, the loudest ones get the attention and no. that is what people perceive that leg of the, you know, political spectrum to be and, yeah. and it's unfortunate but you know so the, the fact that we kind of straddle the line yeah we, because we don't really care yeah uh you know I, in, in another world i do care but here, this is a safe a safe space so to speak i don't really here, get into it here we here's my thing straight about from it. it listen it's never gonna come to the point that somebody's gonna come knocking on your door trying to take your gun not in our lifetime right come on it's just not. Yeah, I don't see it if happening. If it did, either. people if would it did, beg to differ. But again, it's just it's. 
If it did, all right, maybe I would be in the camp where I would be like, all right, well, let's go down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> you know what? If it gets to that point, all right, I guess I'm in that camp. But here's the thing. You're not going to see it. It's yeah. never going to happen. It's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. And it maybe, I mean, you know, and again, a lot of people are going to beg to differ but on that. But people are so dug in to indeed. just like having to be on one side. Yeah. Like, hey, live in the moment. Go on Facebook for the memes. Right. That's what I'm here for. I'm meme here for lords. the memes. I'm a, me- I am a bit of a meme lord. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's entertaining, you know? That's, and some of them are really good. Some of them really tie, maybe that's tickle why my just, fancy, so to speak. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe that's why I get so annoyed, because half the time that I grab my phone and I'm, I want to look at Facebook, mm. it's just because I want to escape for a little bit. Right, right. You know, like like work for the both of us has been sure. just absolutely bonkers yeah, lately. Yeah, indeed. And uh, in, in a good way, I mean... It, we're, we're fortunate to have the oh, work absolutely. that we do. Yeah, know? yeah. And, and I mean, uh, you know, I, I have a job I truly enjoy. I mean, it sounds like yeah. you're enjoying your job right now as well. I mean, I, it's a lot yeah. of work. I mean, it's it's very time-consuming. That's why the content has dropped off a little bit. I don't have mm-hmm. the same amount of time I do, but I'm enjoying the challenge of it. I'm, right. I'm, I'm actually enjoying going to work, and it's I'm in a, a, a bit of a different position right now, and it's, it's, it's fun with the new challenges. Right. Like, it's fun to go to work. But... It's time consuming, and it's not. It's not going to be like that forever, you know. It's, sure, I'll, I'll adjust and uh, do what I have to do, but yeah, it's we're we're fortunate to be in that position that, that you don't absolutely. Hate, I agree with that. 100%. You don't hate crawling out of bed. That's it. I've been in those awesome. jobs where yeah. you know you sit in the parking lot before you walk in, and you're yeah. like, you want to throw up in your mouth because you just hate mm-hmm. what you're about to expose mm-hmm. yourself to. You know what I mean? I've been there, and you know, I've I've paid my dues in that regard. And and what I'm doing now, I mean, I've worked a lot harder for a lot less money than what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So it's taxing on me physically because of the schedule. But other than that, man, I really enjoy what I do. It's an it's relatively easy job physically. You know what I mean? I, I when I was working in the restaurants and slinging it out in the trenches, dude, that was hardcore. You know, you're on your feet for 16 hours a day. You know, uh, in a very high stress environment. Don't get me wrong, I miss certain aspects of that. But uh, I'll tell you what, I don't miss the physicality of it, especially no. where I'm at. You know, yeah. now I mean, I've had so many injuries in my life that mm-hmm. now I'm into my. I'm getting a little bit older. I'm starting to feel it. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. move as quick as I used to. I don't bounce like I used to when I yeah. fall. Yeah. So you know, it, I, I I can appreciate a, a much lower stress physicality yeah. job. You know, so I was just crawling up on that cabinet over there mm-hmm. before and didn't feel good. <laughs> No, and uh, like I was saying, wait till you cross that 40 marker, man. It's a, it's a whole new world. You know, when I was younger and I was in my 20s, you know, I was that guy that could eat a half a tray of pizza or three quarters of a tray of pizza by myself, no big deal, never gain a pound. Once I crossed that 30 marker, things changed. You know what yeah. I mean? And now you get into your 40s, it's not so much the weight thing you got to worry about. It's the, holy crap, can I roll my sore ass out of bed in the morning? You know what I mean? Sometimes if you overdo it. Yeah, and I mean, that's something that, has been in my mind a lot more lately. Um, I don't know. I guess we could get into some of the things coming up this year, but mm-hmm. I always said, I think, right, we might have talked about it before, how I was never a fan of people who harped on, who who felt the need to, I don't want to say harped, but felt the need to tie like fitness and hunting together. Mm-hmm. And people who really lean on that. Yeah. But it's something that, Due to the circumstances of what I'm going to be doing this year, right? 
it has to be a thing. Oh, sure. And, and that's it. The older you get, the more you got to kind of lean into that uh, regimen. Because again, like when I was in my 20s, man, I'd pack up my stuff, me and my buddies, we'd go out and we'd sleep in trucks. You know what I mean? We'd sleep on oh, the bed of a yeah. truck. We, you know, we'd do all that stuff and, and we'd be able to get up, go out and do some, we used to do a lot of waterfowl hunting up near the New York border. And we'd get up there the night before, sleep in the bed of the truck, yep. get up the next morning, go out and set up decoys, trudging through swamps with waders on. And we were able to do it no problem. Yeah. yeah, we'd be a little sore at the end of the day, but it wasn't that big of a deal. Now that would that would put me out of. I'm not sure what that. I don't know. Oh, your, it's my iPad. iPad. Um, it. <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things that now it would put me down for a day or two to where I'd be pretty much worthless. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So um, one of the things I'm noticing now is like compared to the first season of the podcast, mm-hmm. I could stay up till two in the morning, and then be up at six like ready for work yeah fine i can't do it now yeah i can't do it it's like i stayed up the other day till like one or something working on something and uh i had to be up at like six and i was dragging Mm -hmm. i couldn't do it yeah i don't i don't know and and i think that's just an it's an older thing and that's one of the things that's been rolling around in my head it's like all right well maybe it's maybe it's my diet maybe it's my 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 fitness and I, it's definitely just getting older it's your sleep sucks no and yeah. that's it like, that's what i do for a living man i do sleep diagnostics yeah. for a living so and, and my great challenge is i of course most people sleep at night so that's my schedule so i work overnights so i have to flip flop my schedule twice a week yeah to where i'm working at night then i'm sleeping at night you know, work at night, sleep during the day. Then I come off my work week and I come into my regular normal human being week. And then mm-hmm. it's like, be awake during the day, sleep at night. So flip-flopping back and forth, it takes its toll after a while yeah. because it's what's called your circadian rhythm. That's your body's yeah. ability to tell what's night, what's day, what's sleep, what's wake, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of throws a curveball at that. So the older you get, the less resilient you are to that kind of behavior. You yeah. know what I mean? So the best analogy is like when you're 21 and you can go out drinking and have a good oh, night. And then man. the next day you get up, you go do a full shift at work. And then you go out the next night as well. You go out Friday night, you drink, you work Saturday, you go out Saturday night, you get up Sunday, you hang out and watch football. You know what I mean? The older you get, the harder it is to do that. I could, I could, I could still do it. Well, yeah, you're still a young guy. I, uh, <laughs> Me, I pay dearly for it. But it's, you know, you know, thinking about that, like it, Bridget and I were just talking the other day about like, when we were in high or high school, when we were in college, mm-hmm. like we'd go out for a night and drink like an absurd amount of beer, mm-hmm. like uh, that one bar down at school, down at the University of Scranton. Mm-hmm. They, they have the, pennies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you go in there, you pay five dollars, and then you basically drink as much as you want for two hours. Yeah, basically, was it penny drafts or penny? Yeah, that's. Penny, I mean, that's you know, essentially what. It, what do you? Yeah what it would equate to. Yeah. And man, I mean, I couldn't imagine drinking that much now in a night. And then it was always Thursday night, mm-hmm. Friday we'd have class. Sure. It wouldn't be a problem. Right. I, I don't understand how I did it. I was a superhuman. I'm telling you, man, when you're younger, you got that, uh, you got that, that spunk to you, man. You got that resilience. You can, uh, spunk may not be the best word. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, you know, you're a lot strained. Well, that's it. You know what I mean? Your body's a lot healthier, a lot more Mm -hmm. flexible, and a lot more elastic. So you can bounce back from stuff like that. And and I feel like now it's, it's like, you know, you could, 
<laughs> maybe it, this is this is the beginning of turning into an old person where I I, I think I could get back to that point mm-hmm. if I just concentrate on diet and exercise. I feel like I could get back to that point, but um, it's not going to happen. My big thing is flexibility. I have to stretch all the time because See, I tighten up too much. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm I don't know. Maybe it's just my shoulders from like golfing all my life, but mm-hmm. I have like good. Good flexibility in pretty much all my joints. My one knee bothers me a little bit. It like clicks now and then. Yep, I got the same. And every thing. once in a while, you stand up and it feels like something pops and mm-hmm. it gives out for a second. I can't sneak up on anybody, man. I click when I walk. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Sounds like you have tap shoes on. Yeah, exactly. On one foot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so I, I alluded to something before that um, one of the big developments in the time we've been away is that um, I booked a hunt. Mm-hmm. For myself and my dad, jealous man coming up. Um, I guess I could say what it is. I mean, it's it's. I'm gonna make a a film out of it. Sure, that, that's my plan. Um, I guess I could say what it is. it's. It's an archery elk hunt. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be pretty damn awesome, dude. It's gonna it's be, be hunt of a lifetime, especially the fact that you're doing it with your old man. Yeah, yeah. you know that's gonna be really special. Uh, and I, and again, I mean. We, we, we've touched on this before a few times, but the fact, I mean, and, and you know what, that's, you know, we'll save that for the second half because I don't think you've ever discussed it on the podcast. I'm not sure I've even ever even asked you the question is how did you come up with the name Sons of the Hunt? Mm. You know what I mean? So that's, that'd be an interesting little conversation to me. We'll save for the second half, but, um, you know, I, I, not that you didn't, how do I praise this without saying you didn't know what you were doing? I, I, I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't think it's not that you didn't know what you're doing. I don't think you, maybe understood the 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 weight that yeah. the name of that would carry yeah maybe not throughout maybe, maybe so maybe not maybe um, again and once you explain how you came up with it maybe i'll be wrong with that but like the 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 relationship between you and your old man uh myself and my son you know we had hunter wallace on last year yeah. him and his dad jeff yeah. you know they have a great relationship you know and and it's through the outdoors and through hunting that you find the strongest connection and the strongest right. bond and I, I think you really hit it on the head, maybe without realizing you were hitting it on the head so so cleanly. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And I think and that that whatever you're planning on filming and and that whole aspect is going to play through. I think greatly because your old man's a cool dude, man. So I, yeah, maybe we don't have to get into it right now, but it, it is kind of one of those things that maybe I just took for granted because mm-hmm. you know it's just when I think hunting, it's just I think my dad because. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, you know, when I first started thinking about producing content, it's like, all right, all this stuff kind of just is second nature to me. And I realize that not everyone is like that right, or right, has right. that. Sure. So I think when I came up with that, I just instantly equated it with, you know, my dad got me into all this. Right. And it just kind of worked. It's kind of a cool name. I just Absolutely. thought that it was It's amazing. It was cool. It's really cool because it... it it speaks volumes to what a lot of people relate to because most people who we come across that spend time in the outdoors, they did it with their old man. They did it with their grandparents. They did it with their uncles. Pardon me. Whether it's like deer camp or just learn the ropes from those who came before, you know what I mean? Right. Everything we do, everything we've learned, you know, we do it 
while standing on the shoulders of the people that came before us, whether right. it's your father, your grandfather. You know, I was unfortunately I lost my father when I was kind of young, so I never got to spend any time in the outdoors with him. But my grandfather kind of filled that void for me. Yeah. And he really set me on a path and yeah. a trajectory that's led me to where I am now. And yeah, uh, I, I, I can never thank him enough for it. Um, you know, unfortunately, he's been gone a long time as well. But, you know, it lit a spark in me that's now going to carry me through what the rest of my life and, and lead me to kind of pass that on to my kids, to anybody who will lend an ear, honestly. I'll yeah. talk to anyone who will listen about it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's that whole sons of the hunt mentality that kind of passes through the generational gap. And I mean, and that's what we're all about, you know, trying to be just good humans, pass on our our heritage and all the stuff that we love about the outdoors, take that, ball it up into a little package and hand it off to the next ones coming up behind us, you know. I tell you, I think you're tired now, wait till there's the, the pitter-patter of uh, Mark Mazzura the third running around oh, the house, Jesus. let me tell you. <laughs> One thing It'll at a time, your man. World. One oh, thing at a oh, time. Oh, mess, man. But, you know, but there's nothing better than it. And your dad will attest to that, I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? The opportunity that he had to kind of pass on and help mold you into the man you are it's yeah. a, it's a great opportunity to do that and, and by having yourself grounded and having roots in the outdoors it just helps tremendously you know what i mean with At, everything yeah. from manners to learning yeah. patience to just being an all-around respectful person you know yeah I mean? and i think that that's i i i think i pretty much said that before mm -hmm. it's it's when you know it's not about being a Republican or a Democrat. Right. It's just about being a good person, right. doing the right thing. Indeed. You know, Indeed. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, you know, conservatives get the get the get that stigma that, you know, they don't care about lower class. Yeah. Which, and it's not good, true. You know. and, and, and liberals want to give too much. Mm. Like, obviously, i.e. the name, the, the title liberal. Right, like, right, right. But, you know... Just be a good person. And that's it. You know what yeah. I mean? And and spending time in the outdoors, like you said, you know, we we, we don't want to be all about hunting, period. There's plenty of opportunities for you to go out there and find, you know, whatever kind of media outlet or entertainment or, you know, production that you want that has that written all over yeah, it. Yeah, follow your dream. Like, dude, go go for it. That's it. You know, we, we kind of want to use the outdoors and our experiences there as a jumping off point Yeah. to kind of spread out and, and get into some other things that, you know, you and I are very passionate about and explore some things that people around us are passionate about that right. we might not know a whole lot about, yeah. but that we can bring to you guys as, as listeners and people who, you know, uh, who, you know, listen to what we've put out there and and participate in in this whole little program we got going yeah. on you know and i think we have so many uh different little offshoots of yeah. uh, you know of you know character development that we're like little avenues we're going to go down mm -hmm. that's not going to have anything to do with hunting right directly and that's it. I mean, we know where our roots are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's fine that we maintain that, but to spread out a little bit and maybe, because again, most of the, there's, there's a handful of people who listen to this that they eat, breathe, and sleep hunting. Yeah. That's it. Tree stand you know location. I mean? That's it. Right. Moon phase. But there's also people who do hunt, but they also 
enjoy fine food. They also enjoy, well, beer. Beer. I mean, yeah. speaking of, we should probably get on this a little bit. I don't we, know if we're going to drink, talk about will, this in the second half or yeah, if we're going to change it up. But We could reload it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, beer, that's a big, that's been a big part of what we do. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, the food part of it. But, you know, getting out and, and looking at the the philanthropy side of, of hunting, you know, look at the One Wish Foundation that we got tied up with last week. They've got Operation One Wish coming up yeah. uh, shortly. Uh, Kim and I will be down there for that. Uh, there's a lot of cool things out there that stem from the the the, the roots of our outdoor heritage that yeah. you know we want to kind of touch on that would interest somebody who hasn't hunted a day in their life. Right. You know, I mean, so we can bring people in through those avenues and expose them to the, the root values of who we are, and and, yeah. I, and I think that's going to give us a you know put a better spin on how people perceive us. Mm-hmm. You know, altogether, whether it's hunters, fishermen outdoorsmen hikers camper whatever you know what i mean yeah. we explore all aspects of that so i think that's been um kind of our mantra so far and i think season three coming down the pipeline is going to be just that yeah i agree i think that that's a good way to wrap up this this first half yeah yeah we it's been is, fun man it's been fun yeah. it's been good to get back in front of the microphone this it's is, been a minute since we've uh yeah and i feel like the the, the room is bringing all kinds of new energy it's got us I, I agree insightful yeah. and yeah you guys definitely got to get onto social media whether it be facebook or yeah. we'll probably put something on youtube as well and, and yeah, just check this, it out i'm gonna and see what you think man yeah i'm definitely gonna cut up as mm-hmm. much of this as i could and get it out there because it's uh it's different. It's neat. Yeah, it's it's like it's meant to be a temporary, uh, you know, kind of spot, but it's turning into something really interesting. Yeah. It, it's been it's it's very comfortable. You know yeah, it actually mean? is I, I pretty it. good. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe we were off with that that dynamic. I feel like it's easier to have a conversation when we're just sitting right across <laughs> from each other. Yeah, we're not eight feet away from each other. Yeah, but you know, it, like I said, we just kind of we're all, we're not afraid to change it up a little bit. That's for sure. Uh, so we'll see kind of what that brings, uh, you know, the next couple of months and, uh, hopefully it's good stuff and hopefully you guys, you know, tag along with us for the, uh, for the ride. Uh, but uh, just before we click over to the second half, uh, if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, go over, check it out, subscribe, uh, and get on board with us over there. Cause we're going to start growing that a little bit and we'd love to get some traction over on the YouTube side. Yeah. And Facebook is like home base yeah. for sure. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that I just put together some numbers the other day, and it's so lopsided. Yeah, how yeah. Facebook is. So if you listen to us, go on YouTube and subscribe to us. Please do because yeah. it would help us out because we're trying to, we're trying to build a bit of an audience and get some traction over there. It's there, and there, this year uh, we're probably gonna start putting out some like YouTube exclusive content. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, we'll do something like that. Stop coddling everyone on Tell Facebook. And so make it so easy for you guys. <laughs> you know? Hey listen, we work at it. It's only right that we make you guys work a little bit yeah. for it. Just kidding. We want to make your lives easier. We love you guys. <laughs> it, might, it might mean that we only have 113 people who actually follow us. Well so be it. <laughs> but whatever. All right. We're gonna wrap this up. It's been a Real good first half. I agree. We're gonna. It's been good being refresh back with these you guys. beers. We were drinking good local beer. That hell I, yeah. I, we need to talk. Very about. impressed with this. Very impressed. And uh, we could also talk about that clicking because hilarious. I, don't know. I didn't hear nothing. But it's hilarious where we are. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think it, it might be funny too. That that clicking is a thermostat. We we are in my basement where we're sitting right next to the boiler. Indeed. And right by the furnace. That's the thermostat we're calling a Freddy Krueger here. So I cranked up the heat before upstairs. It's it's ninety degrees up there. Yeah, 
We're just sitting the up there ride. loving it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My wife would be the same way. Like <laughs> She's like, it's great. I was like, it I is 90. It. Mm-hmm. It's 90 degrees. It's warm, brother. It's warm. It's, but, it's, good. it's, it's not very good uh, snuggling temp, but hey, man, chicks dig it. Yeah. I, I can make some kind of joke about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I, as soon as it came out of my but, mouth, I was like, damn it. Well, no, I was just thinking, you know, like, it's warm in hell. I, I don't know if there's a connection <laughs> there, but that's, uh, I don't know. We better quit while we're ahead. Yeah, bite my tongue. All right. All right. We'll, we'll be back in a minute. Second half of the first and a half episode of episode one point five. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll do something with it someday. Yeah, along well, with what? What is it? Episode yeah, like eight? eight. Yeah, the turkey episode from last season. season. Yeah, no, that, season that, one, right? Season one. Yeah, that kind of got all squashed. Oh but. man, we're we're almost at the point we can make the lost episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Easter eggs. They'll Look be out. They're crappy, but. Maybe. There's something. That's it. You know, you know, you, you listen to some like bands and stuff like that, and they become these really big polished musicians, and then all of a sudden like a demo tape surfaces and everybody loves it's the it. The best. Yeah. yeah. You love that that rawness yeah. of it. You know what I mean? So who knows? Maybe it'll be something that'll be uh people be into. We'll have to yeah. see. Remains to be seen. Because it's almost turkey season, ladies I, and gents. Yeah. And I have it all. Mm-hmm. I, I could I could put something together from sure. all of it. But uh something I wanted to talk about. We always talk about it. Beer. Indeed. What would it be? What would it be without a little brewskaska? Without, without a little beer. Um, local. Hell yeah. The most local. Yeah, about as local as you can get without like, you know, there's another one that's pretty local too. That's pretty like right smack dab between your your house and mine. Um, but there's we're very fortunate to yeah. have the number of local high quality breweries right in our backyard yeah we've got a new one breaking through not breaking through uh kind of making a break out here in the local community with breakers yeah uh, they just opened up that new hot spot yeah we checked it out we were there already yeah i haven't been obviously. there yet i haven't been you know, there yet but we're, we're hounds for it but indeed uh, it, it, it was awesome the food's great the beer's really good funny that's the Okay, I'm making sure it wasn't a camera shut now. Nope, thermostat. Um, <laughs> this other one that I actually brought up here. All right, I, well, we might as well just do it all. Indeed, let's get after so, it. So the one that we are drinking right now is Last Minute Brewing, mm-hmm. clocking out. Was drinking this the other day, sitting at the kitchen table, and Bridget was cooking dinner, and I was I was drinking it, sitting there, drinking beer, not helping, not doing anything, watching Bridget cook dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I was drinking, and I said, "You know what? I think that this is legitimately one of my favorite double IPAs." No kidding, yeah, it's fantastic, uh, man. They really nailed it with this one. I mean, because it's it's funny because there's so many beers that we've had over the last two years that 
it's hard to pick a favorite. It's like ha- picking a favorite child. You can't really do it. They're they're your favorite for different reasons. You know what I mean? And there's a couple of them out there that uh, <laughs> I've been having all those thoughts lately about if you when you have a kid, is there is there one that's a favorite? Usually, yeah, no one will admit that, but yeah, there definitely there is. is. So I mean, sure. like, this podcast is about honesty, indeed. But I mean, also your kids are probably going to listen to it someday. Maybe it doesn't matter. All you have to do is say yes. <laughs> you don't have to say who. <laughs> That's it. I'm not naming names, but you know they they all have their own qualities, just like the beers. I'm comparing mm. my kids to beer now, but hey, whatever. Honesty is honesty. Um, you know, every everything has its own quality that has that shines. You know what I mean? And this is one of those really soft beers that doesn't live up to what I'm sure the ABV is. What's the ABV on this bad boy? I'm guessing it's 8 plus. 8.5. 8.5. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't taste like an 8.5. It, it, it just has so much flavor going yeah. on that it just it just masks any This sort is of one of those flavor. beers that fall under the dangerous category because you can really drink this quickly and easily without any kind of pushback from a no bite. There's Maybe nothing like that. that's why I enjoy them so much. Maybe. You know, because I mean, that's that seems to be what I go for. I mean, this is just bursting with flavor. It's like there's like grapefruit in there. Mm-hmm. I, so whenever I give my dad uh, like a beer to try, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much any double IPA, he just goes, "That tastes like grapefruit." Yeah, he says they all taste like grapefruit. This one, I think, legitimately does taste like grapefruit. And that's the thing, you know, what, it, it, I will never eat a grapefruit. I hate grapefruit. Me too. But this, but I get the the correlation. Yeah. And but I appreciate good. it this way because you know you know what's the shit? Fifty hmm. fifty. Remember that soda? Fifty fifty. Oh my god! Yeah, I haven't thought about yeah. that in a long time, man. That's, That's like, old school, like nineteen eighties. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that this pop is. Culture, you know? Yeah, fifty fifty is the shit. Yeah, great soda. I don't remember the last time I saw it, but this doesn't taste like it. But. That had grapefruit. That was a grapefruit soda. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Yeah. Grapefruit. So you got to watch, man. They get a little. <laughs> yeah, but grapefruit. But, yeah. This, but I get it. You know, I get the correlation. And, and I really enjoy this. But it's not like grapefruit has a little bit of a bitterness to it. This, they kind of get all the grapefruit flavor without the bitterness. I don't know how the hell you do that. But what, this, what are but the this, hops in this, man? No, you'll, you'll never find Nothing, anything huh? out. Oh, boy. They're all and that's super why, secretive, huh? Yeah. And that's why I love his beers. Yeah, he'll tell. Sometimes he tells you the hops, but that's about it. That's all right, you're right. gonna get from it. There's a beer that came out. I think it was yesterday, and I tried to get it so we would have it today, mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't make it happen. You know, I I I, I kind of know the brewer and yeah. a couple of people tied to uh, tied to last minute, and I thought maybe, you know, I had enough, you know. Clout clout. To, yeah, 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 to to snag some on uh, one of the days they're not open, but it didn't happen. But that beer they have is an all Citra IPA, which I saw the pictures of it, and it just looks so good. Yeah, you're telling me about it. Earlier. It looks so I mean, good. I'm a big fan. There's a couple of different hops that I'm a big fan of. And again, two years ago, I didn't know a Citra from a Mosaic. You know, what yeah. I mean? and, and now I'm starting to kind of lean towards. When I look, I go to shop for a beer, I'll look at it and go, okay, uh, I'm familiar with this style of hop. I'm a fan of them. And uh, and that will lead into, like, what's the brand as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I'm, I don't know, just 
pick a brand, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, just like, you know what, if they got the right kind of hops and the right brand and, yeah. you know, the right ABV, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. We we could do a whole thing at some point going down to, like, uh, Sabatini's and picking out cans, like random cans that we maybe haven't heard of. Yeah, yeah. Just to show people kind of how you pick out a beer and how I how I would That's pick out a beer. That's not a bad way to go. Because, again, the, the beer thing's taken off considerably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I mean, a uh, lot of people equate us with beer. And I I don't know. It's kind of like our, our different little niche. Like, mm-hmm. Rogan randomly got into MMA. Right, right, right. And he has the MMA podcast. And, like, the, the certain episodes are nothing but MMA. Yeah, the Fight Companion. I'll tell you what. I've had so many people approach me about doing like full episodes of just beer. Yeah, do some uh, B-roll stuff, side episodes. I mean, there's so many. I've gotten to know so many craft brewers around here, and I I feel like I know pretty much all of them. And it's just, it's one of those things that, and I love beer, and I'm struggling with the notion of having to, to like cut back on it for this whole fitness bs that, yeah. that we're uh but that's one of those things man it's just moderation i guess and that's it you know and i'm the same way you know like i i've been you know i have a very sedentary job so i have to be very cautious on yeah. how i on my diet and stuff like that so you know where i splurge and where i have my air quote cheat days is yeah. right here yeah it's in a can my cheat day comes in a can yeah you know what i mean so um, and I've and I've been able to maintain it pretty well, you know. I mean, you know, the holidays came along, and uh, I put a couple pounds on back, you know. And re- I found them, you know. You yeah. lose a, you lose some weight, then you find it again around the holidays. But I wasn't anything extraordinary, so I'm right back to where I was beforehand, um, and and I'm comfortable here. I'd like to be a little bit better shape, but it's not so much the weight value; yeah. it's the my my cardio that kind of thing. But again, I beat the hell out of this body for. 40 some years now and you know i'm i'm lucky to be walking with some of the stuff I, I, i've I, done but i feel you i've uh i've tacked on 25 pounds of mass i i've mm-hmm. been cultivating cultivating mass. mass that's how you roll man <laughs> since uh since college 25 pounds since college that's a, that's about where i'm at now which uh which sucks it's like you feel it sometimes. Well, sure, and sure, but you know the thing is, you know, it it, it it works great as padding if you fall down. Uh, that that yeah. mass, you know. But that. you know, from what you're looking to do, you're, you're I mean, you're you're gonna have a uh, you have a very uh, physically taxing um, thing coming down the pipeline for mm-hmm. you. So now, good news is you got a lot of time to kind of get squared up for it. Yeah, and it, it's not like I'm a load. I'm not like it. No, 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 no. It's so, not like you got to lose 100 right. pounds or 70 pounds. I mean, you yeah. know, and it's not so much the weight loss. I mean, weight-wise, you're probably fine where you're at. Yeah. It's just, you know, putting it in the right place. You it, know? It's just, I, I have to do more cardio. I just need to get to the, the point where, you know, if I have to, you know, do some sort of climb for, I don't know, 10 minutes mm-hmm. to, to put a stock on an elk or something like that or or to move quick. It's just I don't want my heart pounding out of my chest when I have to draw the bow. And that's it, and that's what you got to practice. Yeah. And you can do that here. I mean, it's it's tough to emulate that completely, but you can... Uh, live on you know, a hill. 
Well, so, that's it. You know, yeah. I, I, I do, we have a pretty, uh, a pretty popular uh, rifle range near us there in, in the Archibald area. Yeah. And, you know, I would go over and just to go hang out and shoot, bring the boys over with the 22s or whatever. Yeah. And there would be guys that would run wind sprints and get back on the bench and shoot after doing wind sprints yeah. through the parking lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a good way to go about it. I mean, yeah, you look a little strange, but who cares? Yeah, you know I mean, I mean the, it, you're the guy I, I'm picking on my, my zombie killing team. Right, right. So you got that going. That's it. So, you know, you, you can do that here where you can just like run to the bottom of your driveway and back. Mm-hmm. What do you say? It's about 125 yards from your house to the, to the oh, road? Oh, the driveway? Yeah. It's yeah, a good maybe, distance, maybe a right? More. Yeah, so more 150 maybe. yards. So yeah. if you just kind of did a good jog from your house to the road and then back and then picked up your bow and start and sent three arrows you know yeah. what i mean there's going to be some crazy things going on I, I and i don't i don't know it's not really crazy but i mean i'm going to be looking at gear there's mm-hmm. there's, there's going to be a whole boot discussion coming up packs i mean that's that's the kind of content i guess you could expect this year and probably unfortunately didn't want to be this guy but fitness content mm-hmm. is coming well listen it has its place no question yeah you know what i mean to 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 live and die on that hill is is a little bit yeah difficult i mean for people to swallow my biggest there's a lot of people out there that don't sit on the couch eating their potato chips listen to you talk about your 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 fitness you know yeah, what I mean? yeah and, and i'm that guy <laughs> yeah it's like uh, you, you watch like a receiver drop a ball and you're like, you idiot, you and, and stuffing yeah, French exactly. onion dip in my mouth or something. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I I remember I always used to be like critical, and I wouldn't even say critical, mm-hmm. but I'd be like watching Cam Haynes carry that rock. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, big yeah. rock up the hill and just be like, no pain, no gain, keep hammering. It's like, and I, I, the first thing I always thought was, but then again, you know, five years ago when I could drink 50 beers and, and do that. Yeah. And, and just like <laughs> when you're 20 some years old, now it, I look at that and I think, hmm, well, he was probably more than my age now, then mm-hmm. he's doing it. And now oh, I, yeah. and now I'm just thinking about the task of being physical enough to just get a shot at an elk. Sure, not to mention pack it out. That's the thing. And then, and then that's the second part. So I think <laughs> people are probably sitting here thinking about me going, mm, sitting back like, oh, that does seem hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that does seem like a lot. But you know what, man? This is It's all going to boil down to basically another way that the outdoors is going to change me as a person. Right. And it's just, it's going to be for the better. And at this point, there's no turning back. So right. it's like... Well, you already got the deposit to, down, man. So it's, yeah, it's, it's time it's to go step big up. or go home. Yep. It's time to step up. That's it. And it's... Uh, this might be an opportunity for you now. You know, I don't know if you... Like, the vlogging, you know what I mean? I've yeah. never been a big fan of that. I, I you know, Some of them I enjoy, but this might be an opportunity to get more into that and to kind of document your progress for this i mean i think that I, i'd watch that you know, yeah for the record uh but yeah i mean that that might be a good opportunity to get some content i out probably there. will i don't uh, i don't know if yeah in a way yeah i mm-hmm. might 
I don't know. We'll think about it. <laughs> you know, in the in, in in my 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 hunting world, I guess you could say one of the coolest things I ever did is Damien and I decided we were going to bow hunt turkeys along the Appalachian Trail. I remember this. And yeah, yeah. This was a long time ago. This was uh, before, actually, before I became uh, a member of PA Bow Hunting. That's when actually we when we started really getting into our uh, you know the, the social media content stuff like that. But you know. Uh, I filmed a lot of stuff to, on that trip, but we just, we honestly, we didn't really know what we were doing at that point. So it's not really, I don't mm-hmm. even know if I still even have the footage, but nonetheless, it was a very difficult challenge that we set ourselves up for well in advance. We spent a year planning for that and that was it. Training for it, hiking, walking, you know, because of my injuries, I can't run anymore like I used to. So yeah. I have to like power walk and stuff like that. But nonetheless, it helped because to pack in, now he went longbow recurve rather recurve bow and i did compound so to pack in your bow your hunting gear decoys food sleeping gear all that stuff because you're living out of your off your back for three days yeah and we spent three four days on the trail and uh our packs the lightest i can get mine down to was 55 pounds and that's a lot of weight man when you're walking on a sidewalk it's a piece of cake but the Appalachian Trail going through Pennsylvania is some of the toughest sections of Appalachian Trail you're going to find on the entire 20-some hundred miles of it um, because of the elevation changes in the rocks and, the, and, and that kind of thing. So we, we busted our ass. So, so here's where I am. I went out, the other, I went out last Saturday mm-hmm. to just uh, – I went out and I checked my stand and I was just looking for some sheds and some sign. And Excuse me. I started walking back through the woods. And I'm just walking through the woods and the field, and I was like, wow, it's uncomfortable walking on this uneven ground. <laughs> and I thought, well, you're off to a real bad start. <laughs> <laughs> I was just walking on on the forest floor, and that's how long I've been on. It's probably been two months yeah. since I was able to like go on a just a like a hike through the woods, like just sure. walking. And I was like, wow. Uneven ground is yeah, uh, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah, that's a that's a burden on my feet. Not right many now. sidewalks and, through elk country, and, <laughs> and I thought to myself, I said, "Wow, you are screwed." Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "You well, you know," and and that's not a bad epiphany to have now. It's better to have it now <laughs> than like the day before you leave. Oh, you're like, God. oh shit, what yeah. did I do? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's but time to have too. it now is good because you can you can start to work towards a goal of listen, you know, it, it it's you're you're going to be hard pressed to get yourself in a top physical condition to to make this a breeze. It's yeah. not gonna, it's not going to work out. So I'll do it. I, I can do it. I, you know, I, I, I have every confidence <laughs> that you're going to be able to pull this off. But it's I think where where people start and and again I, I don't want to make any assumptions about anybody who's listening. But when it comes to the general, you know, people who decide I'm going to go and I'm going to take on a task that I'm not familiar with and it's not something I've done before. It's all new to me. Is I think they under shoot the, the the mental capacity that's required yeah yeah and i think mental toughness will take you farther than physical toughness will 99 percent of the time you know and, and that's that's a good point i mean because i i definitely have that i mean I, i've hunted with some of my friends where hunted fish whatever and it just got to the point where you know it started raining mm-hmm. i'd be like well, 
I'm still going. It's just rain. Yeah. You know, a little water. All right. Like people standing a, in water. A lot of people don't comprehend when we, we sit all day. I know it, man. And you know what? That in itself, you know, I, I feel like that builds that mental character. You know, sure. Look at your rotation this last year. Yeah, it was I mean, rough. You busted this year. ass, dude. You really. <laughs> you, you. I'm gonna post that picture of my face. Yeah, I mean, you you toughed it out and you sat for sun up to sundown for yeah. damn near two weeks, man. Yeah. So the the mental capacity to be able to keep yourself in that stand, I mean, that's priceless when it comes to, you know, you're looking at a, a, a an incline of. 25 degree incline yeah. and you've got to go you know 300 feet in elevation just to just a glass for elk right. you know what i mean yeah. and that's the beginning that's your morning yeah you know, that's where you're starting your day yeah. so the the mental fortitude to be able to overcome the pain that comes with it the discomfort the the getting winded you know what i mean you, you got to be careful of course you got to take care of yourself but you know you got to figure out and get comfortable with that line in the sand that says, all right, listen, I can push myself a little more without hurting myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that'll take you out of a hunt quicker than anything. You roll an ankle, or you bust a knee, or you uh, pull your back out or something. But Man, you know, can you imagine? Well, listen, don't imagine. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. j- just, Just focusing on the mental side of it, I think... I don't think enough people put enough stock in that. Yeah, um, it's great to be in physical condition and and be able to kind of you know handle that twenty five degree incline for three hundred feet in elevation right. you know, to start your day, uh, but to be able to do that the next day and the next day and the yeah. next day for five six seven days straight, mm. um, that's where the mental aspect I think comes in and becomes a, an asset. Uh, to be able to overcome the sore feet, the the sore glutes, you know what I mean. The it sounds the, Jay really hard. It does. It's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, it's but no question. I, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I agree, but you know what? You gotta consider this. Your old man's going with you. I know. So you can't let him show you up because if he outpaces you, bro, he might. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's That's a couple. A bad of, scene. It was a couple You're years. You're never ago. gonna live that down. Yeah, we we wrestled at trout season. Jeez, I don't know a couple couple years ago when I was thinking I was at the, my peak condition and mm-hmm. still, you know, made me into a rag doll. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a pretty cool dude. He he's a very listen. I enjoy right. I enjoy conversations I've had with him. I really enjoy talking to him. So so something you you probably experienced now is dad strength. It's just it's just a. Just a thing you just get it when you're a dad, you know, and that's it. You know what? I can explain that to you. So maybe I can. I don't know. This is this is my theory on it. Okay. okay. So when you become a dad, right, your kids are going to start to get to an age mm. where they're going to look at you and go, "I can kick that dude's ass." Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, and it's going to come to it, and it happens with especially you know I don't know a lot of daughters who decide to kick their dad's ass. I mean maybe your sister, she's a pretty tough ass. I mean you know yeah. Rosanna is a pretty mm. pretty hard ass chick, and I'm yeah. a big fan of her. Uh, but the you know w- when it comes to men, you know what I mean there's a there's a time where the beta decides he wants to be the alpha, right? Right. So he's going to look at the old man and go, I think I can take him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. when it when it comes to that dynamic, right? As the child, you want to win. Hmm. You want to beat your dad, right? But as the dad, you got to win. 
You right. cannot lose because you just can't. If you lose, the whole dynamic of the family structure changes. So mm. your dad's going to have to win so can't. by any means necessary. Huh. Throat slaps, nut kicks, <laughs> eye pokes, bite the ear off like I mean, a Tyson. You know, it, it, you got to do what you got to do to make sure that that dad strength. Now, the dad strength might come, but there might be two days where you're hurting because of that. You ex- exuded that dad strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you pulled something or you you flip you flip your kid over on his back and pin him. But then for three days, you're like, oh, my God, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't look left. Yeah. I mean, that probably was the case. You know what I mean? So you have to win. You cannot let your kid beat you because if you do, the dynamic changes. So if you flip-flopped your dad all over the place, right, how would that relationship change, right? Mm. So you got to win. As the dad, you have to win by any means necessary. If it means being a dirty fighter, cheating, doesn't matter. You got to <laughs> win because you cannot risk that. Right. That changing of the guard, you know what I mean? No, so, I get you. So yeah, that's that's where I think it comes from, man. And, then, hmm. and that's one thing I've observed because my kids are getting bigger. They're still young. My oldest is twelve, but he's like a hundred and twenty pound twelve year old. You know what I mean? So he's bigger than most chicks. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, so like he decides he wants to take me on, and man, I'll overwhelm him as quickly as possible because I want to get into his head. <laughs> I want that mental piece of him going all right listen if i screw with dad he's gonna come at me so fast and so furious that it's just it's not worth it because eventually he's gonna get stronger than me he's gonna get bigger than me but he will not be smarter than me so i will throat slap the shit out of him boy i'll tell you what i hope (laughs) put him on his ass as quick as i can because but now i'll tell you what now you're risk it now you're at a disadvantage because you're you're out there Mm-hmm. He knows where he knows where you're coming from now. Well, that's the thing. He doesn't or he's listen going, to the podcast. He oh, might one day, but by that time, he's going to have kids of his own, probably. And he's probably and already not, going to have lost that fight. FYI, brother, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat. I, I'm going to poke you in the eye. I'm going to I'm going to do something terrible to you. <laughs> it's going to happen. Because you're, you're going to see some stuff. It's going to make it hard to smile. In the I'm future. telling you, man. It, it, you might need therapy at the end of the day because if. You beat me, and I tell you, go clean your room, how are you going to respond to that? <laughs> you clean my room, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's coming, man. You go clean my room. No, it's not happening, man. So, yeah, yeah that, that's, I think, where the dad strength comes from. It comes from the straight-up desire to win that battle, yeah. regardless, whatever cost. Yeah. So that's just my take on it. I don't know. I could be wrong, but... Tell you what, my kid's got another thing coming if he thinks he's gonna pull one over on me. <laughs> I got three of them, bro. I got three kids coming, three boys, three oh, alpha so, males mean, chomping at my heels right now. That that might be the thing, though. You know, so, they might all just you know form an well, alliance. They they like to you know jump me and joke around. You know yeah. what I mean? And they'll all like let's go. They, they like you know it used to be called Tickle Monster. You know what I mean? I chase them through the house and tickle Yikes. them and that kind of thing. I don't know? like that name. Yeah, I know. That's like you know <laughs> your crazy Uncle Ron teaching you how to wrestle. You know. <laughs> Come on, but, you know it's just stuff that ne- nephews and uncles do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally normal. Um, but you know they would like try to gang up on me, and I'd like have one under one arm, the other one under my foot, and the other one I'd have him on. You know, so it, I was able to take them on. All right. But once they break a hundred pounds a piece, that's you know pushing four hundred pounds worth of person. So, so here, here we go. Fun, fun hypothetical. Game. Sure. Let's say waves of 
third graders mm-hmm. were coming at you. Okay. In fives. Okay. And then after every round, you got another five third graders with a fifth grader. How how many wow. rounds That's could a lot you last? So here here come five <sighs> third grade children, and it just and it just a fifth fists, grader. It right, just so fists and, and and kicking and all right. probably biting. How many yeah. how many third graders are you gonna fend off? Well, um, quite a few. I'll be honest with you. I think if I just make enough noise, you'd, I could scare like two thirds of them off. You kick some <laughs> ass, yeah. You know, you drop the first one. It's that gang mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. You drop the first one, the other four are gonna think twice about getting too close to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. You know, that's like the whole like, would you rather for fight a a, a horse sized cockatoo or right. five right. cockatoo sized horses? You know what I mean? Like, right? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a good question. The but I think I could. Yeah, the monkey spiders. The monkey the spider, spider conversation. Monkeys. Yeah. Um, I think I could take a bunch of kids on, man. I think bunch. I could mess them up pretty bad. How many? How, um, how many? Well, all right. So how many third grade children at one time? at one time? Do you think you could beat off before? Well, I think I could. Not, I, you know, I'm gonna reel back on that. On that. Be, be, how many? <laughs> how many could you fend off? Oh damn it! We went down that road again. Huh? Uh, um, I'd say at one time I could. I, I mean, name it. Forty, fifty. I mean, I'm forty I'm confident. Yeah, forty third graders at all at one time. They're small, man. They're small. Now listen, if you're looking at sixth, seventh, kids? eighth graders, so my oldest is twelve, my twins are ten. And what what so that's fourth and sixth grade. Fourth? Yeah, and fourth graders are, are little, dude. Ten. So nine year old third graders? Yeah, sixty five, seventy pounds maybe. So third graders are yeah. pretty small. Now listen, if they all like piled on me at the same time, it's gonna be a bit of a challenge. But you know, I got five forty of them. I've got five limbs and a headbutt, bro. That's pretty on point. Forty, no, dude. All right, so I'll cut it in half. I'll go. I'll I'll go. I'll go twenty. I could probably handle twenty. I don't know. I'm a pretty confident dude, man. Where I'm thinking about. See, I fight them all the time. Where does I wrestle with third and fourth graders with my kids all the time? You know, I I know their limits. At what point do? All right, we need to set up the proportion to figure out. The ratio of third graders to coyotes. Oh yeah, that was a good conversation. So, so, well, so coyotes you had, are pretty wild, man. But so are some of those third graders, man. All right, so so coyotes PTA, weigh at, like a, a big, big coyote is like forty-five pounds. Yeah. And so you're saying but they're like vicious, a, like man. A third grader, they they're running on instincts. Coyotes. Yeah. Third graders are running on Sesame Street. And sugar. And sugar. Now you sugar them up, that's a change in game right there. You know what I mean? Get them a couple of Mountain Dews. So I wonder what, so like eight coyotes would be equal to how many third graders? Jesus, I don't know. I would have to times that by five at least. Imagine a fight between third graders and a pack of coyotes. How many many third graders would it take to beat a pack of coyotes? How the hell did we get here? I don't know, but it's... (laughs) I'm loving. I'm, I'm loving. Yeah, well, it's a good I'm conversation because I mean, you know, I mean, who has ever asked this question? These are questions that have been uh, remain unasked. So yeah, um, I don't know, man. It depends on the third graders and where they come from. You get a couple of sissy kids, man. They're all screwed. But you get some inner city kids, yeah, man. We're talking about like inner city Philly. Third yeah, graders. man. I'll tell you what, man. I don't. Know. You 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 get one 
one inner city kid that's seen some shit, he's going to take on a whole pack. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I would say you'd have to times it by five. I think you'd have five kids to take out a coyote enough to, like enough to either spook him enough to, to like overwhelm him to where he's going to turn tail and run. That's my that's my that's my guesstimate. What, what, what was that book? Lord of the Flies. With oh yeah, my my oldest is reading that right now. That's such a good book, man. It is a good book. It is a good book. It's a pretty nutty book. Yeah, you know, the, the conversations wild. I have with him are pretty outrageous, man. At it's this pretty point, when, when he's going to start comprehending like the Lord of the Flies, mm-hmm. that's when you're going to start getting into some interesting conversations. Absolutely, and I that's imagine. where it's gone, you know. And I'm turning on my turn them on to some really good books like Animal Farm. That's it. You yes. think it's like a fun book? Oh, yeah. it's all animals. Uh, no, no they're gonna kill each other. They're like, yeah. you know, fighting for dominance, and yeah, it's a it's a crazy book. So you know, but I think that's a good age because that's that's a coming of age yeah, time for sure. when you start to realize that's when you what start, the world is really like. Yeah, and that's when you start developing like real like real vivid memories. At sure. least for for you know slow brains like myself mm-hmm. where. <laughs> It, it's like I feel like my first like real good vivid memories were like around that age, and that's like, it because you start to develop who you are around that time, yeah. and in the same time you're starting to develop like how you perceive the world to be outside of right. Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know when I say that, I mean I'm thinking of about days in the woods. Yeah, weekends like bow hunting. Like that's, yeah, he's already he's already starting to ask me questions about like what we're doing this year and how we're going to yeah. get out. And I started talking to him about teaching him how to fish a river, because learning how to read water in a river yeah. is an art form. Yeah, you know, I wish I was and better at that. trying to translate that and teach a kid how to do that—that's one thing I've gotten very good at. But I've, I was, you know, I fly fish when I was in my late teens and into my twenties. Yeah. But I, I at that stage in my life, I didn't have the patience for it. That's now I do, yeah. but I just don't have the time for it. Yeah, because it's one of those time-consuming things. It really that I just is. Don't have the time and that's to it. So I'm a it. spinner. I'm a spinner rod fisherman, but I'll go to the river and you know I like I'll pinch down know. the barb on my hook and I'll I'll just go barbless and fish live bait and you know just go pull a couple of trout out just for fun, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, I, I like you know I like throwing fatheads out there and sure. spinners and. Salmon it's a lot of fun, like you know that. what I mean? So yeah. I, I prefer the spinning rods because it's just easier for me. I don't have it's to still... tie flies. I don't have to do any of that stuff, yeah. you know? And, and we'll get another conversation about these guys with fly rods that, like, hey, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> Why do you think you're better than me? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fly what's, fishermen can't have that uh, that air about them. What? Why? Because they are. Because you can pull. <laughs> because they are. <laughs> They're just better. Listen, I used to fly fish, man, and I know what Dude, it takes. I could do it too. It's that's the thing. It's it's, it's you know what though? It's one of those. Uh, it's it's kind of like a martial art. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It, 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 I, maybe that's not the right way to put it, but it, there there it takes a very it takes a lot of dedication. Mm-hmm. It takes a high level of skill to be proficient at Here, it. Here's and it take it takes a lot of of time to uh prepare yourself and there's a lot more involved in it a lot more of a there's, process there's there's something about fly fishing <laughs> and i feel like when you start a sentence like that you gotta slap slap him in the throat right i'm telling you man all right so there's something about fly fishing to me and i i'm sure that somebody could turn it around turn this around on me in any sort of way mm-hmm. but why why it just seems so impractical, like so much 
extra energy. But then again, I guess you could just take a rifle out and kill a deer. Sure. It's, it's like, you know, it's like wood turning. You know what I mean? Some guys are really yeah. into like turning their own, you know, turkey calls or is it making strikers it, or whatever. Is it making fishing as hard as possible? Um, possibly. It's making it very challenging, but some people are into that. It's like why we bow hunt. You know, I mean, we could just take a gun out and shoot a deer, but we choose to take out a bow yeah, or something that, of that, that nature. Is that an even comparison, though? That uh, probably like not. A, but a, a, you have a fishing rod, okay? Then you have mm-hmm. a fly rod, and you have a spinning rod. Mm-hmm. All right, you have a weapon to kill a deer. You have a compound bow. You have a recurve bow. Then you have a rifle. Mm-hmm. So, is a rifle comparable to a spinning rod? I guess it would be kind of along the same plane, or is maybe. A, or is a is a compound bow comparable to a spinning rod? Mm, boy, now you really get into it. I because I mean I I That's I would I would I like where you're going with it though. Yeah, I, I understand the the draw to fly fishing, and I wish that I had more time to do it. Right, but it's just something that I just don't feel like I want to dedicate time to yet. Right, like the like everyone goes out west. And when they go out west, it's like, oh, you got to go fly fishing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, do I, though? Right. And that's I, the thing. It all depends on, on what your preferences are. You know what I mean? My father-in-law started fly fishing a few years ago. I mean, he waited until he was older to where he had time because his kids are grown. You know, they moved on. So he has the time to, to kind of devote to, to learning the skill because it's a very uh, intriguing skill set because there, there's a lot to it. So you have to really devote yourself to it in order to become proficient. Um, So if you don't have that amount of time, it's just going to be frustrating. If you try to go that direction and you don't have the time for it, you're going to frustrate yourself. That's why I don't do it. But I'm perfectly comfortable with a spinning rod, just jumping out with some live bait or a couple of spinners and enjoying myself. And that's what it comes down to. If you enjoy the time you're spending there with a spinning rod, knock your socks off. If If you just don't feel satisfied by that and you're like, I see these guys fly fishing, and it's something I really want to pursue. Well, then you need to either make the time for it, or you need to shut the hell up and stick with your spinning <laughs> yeah. rod. <laughs> but then again, there's a whole different dynamic where there's no catch and release with a bow. No, not at all. So these guys that go all fly fishing, they're like, "We're just gonna, I'm just gonna catch a fish, let mm-hmm. it go." Sure. Where when I'm out with a with a spinning rod mm-hmm. and I'm pulling fishing. I'm not letting them go. Right. I'm eating the shit out of them. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, that's why I'm fishing, because sure. I want to eat it. Right, right. So now, see, I, it's rare that I eat fish anymore. I, I catch and release just about everything. Really? Now, yeah. Now, my old, because honestly, when I started fishing with my kids, my twins are very like, please let it live. It needs to live. Set it free. Blah. Mm, I'm like, all right. It, that's it. All right. So I'm fine. Now, Jason. My oldest, he's like, let's eat them bitches. <laughs> he's like, flay yeah, him up. Let's do yeah. it. You know, so I have to take him separately so we can go catch some bluegills and bring home a bushel of them so we can have a good meal. Right. With the twins, we got to let them go because they feel bad for them. So I get it. You know, so we have to kind of, depending on our company, if you will, is, you know, it pretty much dictates what I'm going to do with those fish. But, you know, when I bass fish and stuff like that, I usually let them go. I just catch them for yeah, the, no, the, the, I mean, this year, I, yeah, fun of I, catching them. Now, ice fishing's different. I let a lot of bass go. When I go ice fishing, I, dude, bass is some of the, mo- the the most tasty, flaky fish I've ever put in my mouth. I'm yeah. a big fan of bass. I don't understand people who don't like bass. During the summer, like if I'm just out like on the lake, like yeah. in a kayak or something, mm-hmm. 
I catch and let them go. Sure. But there are times like I go out there looking to catch fish to eat them. Sure, sure. I, I, I haven't done that in a while, again, because of my kids. Now, when I was younger, before I had kids, we'd go trout fishing. I'd keep every trout I caught because I wanted to eat them. They're yeah. tasty. Yeah. Um, you know, certain fish are very, you know, palatable. Walleye, yeah. they're fantastically, you know, they're fantastic yeah. eating fish. Probably one of the best. Pickerel, I get rid of them. I, they're not worth it to me to clean up. I mean, it's doable. My but dad, he uh, he pickles them. Yeah, like I've in, heard of that. Like, yeah. I've never those, done those it myself. Those bones just basically... They disintegrate, yeah, yeah, and you can eat them. As far as, you know, bass, you know, I, I just catch them and release them. I don't really... I don't keep them, but... I, yeah, I've eaten bass. They're fantastic to eat. They yeah, really are. I mean, crappy, bluegill, they're all good eaters, you know? Oh, crappy, so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but perch, while I can't beat it. Right, like that's, that's like, it. Perch are fantastic. My yeah. kid likes a jack. Dad, I want you to make me a crappy sandwich. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, all right, buddy, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Should do it someday. Well, that's be it. Like, you know? like, hey, who's winning? That's it. We're going to do this. That. What is that? He's like, I didn't mean that literally. <laughs> One day. Yeah, yeah. Start, start that kind of warfare in the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my wife would end it quickly. Trust me, she would shut that down in a that's minute. Good. <laughs> and that's that's why there are wives, I guess. Indeed, right? that they gotta they gotta play referee, you know. Because my wife is she's outnumbered, man. It's myself and my three boys. She I mean, balances the natural that's order. It. There are no there are no females in my house. Period. Our pets are males. Everything's a male. Everything mm. in my house is male except for my wife. Um, so she'll never be dethroned. That's for damn sure. She'll be sure. queen of the house forever. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a challenge for her. I give her a lot of credit for putting up with it. Yeah, there's a I lot bet. of farting and laughing <laughs> and you know ball jokes and you know and yeah. she has to tolerate that. But she does a great job at it. Crude male humor. It, oh, a lot of it too. Yeah. Because I'm teaching it to them, so yeah, it's my well, fault. You know. But you'll have that. I'm that kind of dad. You know. Yeah. yeah, sure, I'll teach you funny funny dick jokes, but then I'm going to smack you in the throat as soon as you approach me and <laughs> start stepping up. Right, <laughs> you can get a poke in the eye. Oh, my God. But that's the, that's the nature of the beast, man. That's the nature of the beast, you know, because eventually one day they're going to be able to overtake me, but at that point I'm not going to give a shit anymore. You know what I mean? By the time I, I it, it happens, I'm hoping to be at the point where I'm like, yeah, whatever, go ahead. Yeah. I'm not going to wrestle you. Just whatever. Yeah. Take your popsicle. Go ahead. Go home. Have fun. <laughs> good luck with that. Oh man. That was good. <laughs> that was a good conversation. I like Yeah, that. it was. I, I I honestly can't remember the last time I actually thought about how many third graders I could fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fight. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a good verb for that. But I'll tell you, it's gonna strike up some 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 serious thought because people are gonna sit the back and they're gonna go, Okay. How many third graders? You think you about have? it for a minute. Cause seriously, think about it. If you have kids, imagine five of them running at you. I yeah, mean, at one time you're gonna kick the 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 first thing I'm gonna do is kick the first one that gets the close, fastest right, one. Right, yeah, right you gotta face. drop the fastest one. Yeah, you sure. Kick it right in the face. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to make an example. And then you figure you could probably drop one two with one punch, two punch. Yeah, and it depends on how how aggressive they are. I mean, if, the more aggressive they, they are, the quicker they come, they're gonna come in. And yeah, if they come biting. That's tough though, dude. That because, hurts. Because for as small as they are, they can bite pretty damn hard. You, you can't. Yeah, you can't break skin in the first wave of children. No, no, it's so. I mean, that's tricky. five kids, man. Bang one, and and you can't let them the see. Face, you can't let them see the chink left, in your arm, right? Because you know, if so they now, get a then, good one, then on you, you got you gotta, two. You, gotta you, suck you it figure up. you're probably gonna have to use the one to 
whack the other one off. Oh, that's the trick, man. That's pick how you one up, that's, use one as a that's weapon. That's how you get in their head. You pick one up by his ankles and start swinging him like a baseball bat. And I'll tell you what, you know what else might be head. might be a good tactic is to like maim one of them, <laughs> break one break of their a, arms, break a femur, yeah, and just be like, look at them. <laughs> Look, at I can't believe I'm laughing about breaking a third grader's femur. Look at him. See him? Who's next? Who's where, next? where is your God now? <laughs> you know? Just be like, come on. You want that to happen to you? Come here. I'm telling you, you got to get in their head. That's how you do it, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's the ticket, man. What do you call it? Uh, uh, something warfare. Mental what do you call warfare. it? Mental warfare. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty physical, but yeah, I mean, you know, after that, don't they say that, I, I, I've read this before, that if uh, if you have problems with geese coming on like your, your lawn or something mm-hmm. like that, and you kill one of them, and you like hang it out there, oh, yeah? and you like, like let scarecrow? it hang. Like a scare goose? Yeah, the, the geese can recognize like, oh, that's a dead goose. That's a bad, that's a bad deal. That's, that, that that's not a good. bad We day. shouldn't go there. That mm-hmm. might happen to us. Yeah. I think that this, I think it would carry over to third mm-hmm. graders and broken femurs. Yeah. Like, I, all right, we don't mess with that dude. Yeah. He'll break your femur. He'll make your elbow bend the other way. Can't do that. That's bad news. Well, that'll yeah. leave a mark. Yeah. 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 Cause I'll tell you what, man, those, the, some of those kids, man, they're pretty gnarly. I don't, I hope to live in a world someday that, you know, will afford me the opportunity to beat up a bunch of third graders. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's probably about the same odds of living in a world where they're going to take our guns away. So <laughs> Zombies the, are going to yeah, roll up on same, you. Same thing. So I think with that, that's probably the most intelligent conversation we're going to have of the night. Yeah. We'll, we're we'll, at we'll there, wrap it up yes. here. This room has brought all sorts of new fun energy that I'm into. Uh, yeah. I'm so. looking forward to season three at this point. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, this is. I'll tell you what, this is way better than episode one point zero. One point zero. Yeah, way better. Way better. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it was just kind of like a forced thing. We we just felt the need. We needed to put something out, and uh, yeah, and I think that showed in the end result. So we would rather um, swallow that and and keep it to ourselves than to kind of force it upon you guys just for the sake there's, of putting something out there. there. There's some good conversation in it. I I I scrolled through some of it the other day, um, but the, the the thing was that I didn't. We weren't recording through the very expensive microphones that we have. We were recording through the microphone of the laptop. Mm-hmm. Laptop. Not laptop. No. Yeah. Semantics. Yeah. And uh, it sounded crappy. So I was like, eh. We could have gone with it, but it was such a step down in quality that I just... You know, and that's one thing that you know we get a lot of compliments on is the sound quality of the yeah. product that that's put out there. We do a pretty good job. If you go out and listen to a bunch of different podcasts, I mean, some people they'll put an iPhone on the table in between them and have a conversation, and that's, and that's what they yeah. go with. And you know what? Great, knock it your works. socks off, man. Yeah. If you're comfortable with that and that's what you want to put out, then by all means, it, it it's not always the quality of the sound. It, you know, sometimes the quality of the conversation can trump the quality of the sound, but Rare. You know, what we've been doing, this is season three, man. You know, we're uh, we're looking to step it up. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, there might be some some little shorts coming down the pipeline from it. But for the most part, 
This is your first inaugural episode of season three, and we truly look forward to bringing some more really interesting uh, creative content your way uh, for the rest of the year. And hope you guys ride along with us. If you like what you're hearing, share it with some friends, get the word out. We can tr- we truly appreciate everything that you guys do for us in regard to sharing and helping us grow this project. Yeah, yeah uh, whatever platform you're on, subscribe. That's it. Yeah, subscribe to it. Give it a thumbs up, a get like, a click, or whatever the hell it is. You know what I mean? Because here's here's the it thing: makes a difference. We're not we're not super consistent on the day that we co- that it comes out or the, or the time period. So subscribing to it is actually worth it. And that's because, it. Because I mean, I, I listen to some podcasts that come out every Monday. And that's so it. there's on really the button. no point in subscribing to it because you know when it's coming. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if you subscribe to this one, you get the notification. That's it. Let you know that it's there. And uh, if you're on YouTube, again, we talked about first half. Please go over to YouTube and give us uh, a subscription. You know, subscribe to us because we're going to move more towards you know that platform a little bit. We're just trying to kind of figure out our direction still, and and I think we've got a pretty solid handle uh, on what our goals are. So you know, go over to YouTube, give it a subscription, uh, click the little bell thingy because that'll let you know whenever yeah. we load anything. Because you know, we're not going to load stuff up there just for the sake of loading it there to to kind of you know hammer you with all this content. But yeah. what we do put up there is going to be probably worth a look. So you'll get a notification whenever anything uh, posts up there. Whenever Mark puts anything up there on YouTube, you get True. a little notification. So if you get a couple minutes, check it out, take a look, see what you think. And you guys yeah. get to get a, a firsthand look at what we're working with here, man. This uh, this new little uh, studio setup we got. I'm really uh, I'm really excited about this, man. This is gonna be cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna take us in some new directions. And uh, yeah. when the other studio gets finished up, it's gonna be a whole new uh, whole new trajectory, man. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be serious. That's Hell yeah. a, that's Hell yeah. that's actually going to be a legitimate podcasting studio, mm-hmm. so. and that'll put us at the end of this season and going into season four, which means that we've got three seasons under our belt, which will give us a lot of leverage to get some really interesting yeah. people in here to talk to us. Not that the people we've had on so far aren't interesting, um, you know. We we we'd be able to kind of level up, so to speak. Yeah, uh, I have some, some. I've been in contact with some interesting guests. And I'm hoping we could accommodate them here. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I this this season might be broken up a little bit as we transition into yeah. the the new the new uh, the new studio. I I, I might want to save these guests because I I think that the quality of the conversation is going to be that good that it should be in a a in better appropriate setting. Appropriate setting, yeah. I don't know if I if I want, let's say, a doctor sitting next to my oil tank. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that's uh, that's where we're gonna go with it. So yeah, we'll we'll see where it leads. But as as it sets, we're not going anywhere. We're gonna be around. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. Like I said, quality over quantity. Yeah, at this you know, point, and, uh, this so. third season, that's definitely how it's gonna go. Indeed. So, all right, like we said, subscribe, do all that stuff that is good for us. That you mm-hmm. know is good for us. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks will... for the votes for the uh, the the podcast uh, nomination uh, that truly mean yeah uh, uh, and the world to us. And I oh it's the, it's worse to put this right at the end, but I mean if if you believe in this message mm-hmm. and you you think that this is something that needs to to get out there, share it by all means. Please you know what do. I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. the only way that we're gonna you know reach a new audience. We we have this this message. You know, 
even if it's secondhandedly getting somebody into the outdoors where we're talking about, I don't know, psychology or biology or, or food or, or beer. Fighting third graders. <laughs> fighting third grade. You know somebody that loves to fight children, share the podcast. That's it. You know? We talk about all kinds of mm. stuff, but eventually it's going to trickle down to hunting, fishing, enjoying the outdoors. That's it. Which and, is where and, we need and, to and get growing people. that air quotes brand uh, uh, of people because yep. you know we we want to step outside of the realm. You know we've talked about how the 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 industry has gotten a I don't I don't know stagnant is the right word to use but it, the right it, word. yeah it, it's just gotten a little stale. So we want to kind of stretch our legs a little bit in that yeah. regard and, and and appeal to a broader audience. That may not be just strictly hunting, fishing, outdoor stuff, but yeah. that might be more along the lines of the food, the the beverage, the the attitude, you know, that type of thing, and 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 appeal to that group to bring a lot of people together under one sort of Sons of the Hunt umbrella, you know what I mean, and, and kind of and, and and just grow as a, as a community. Yeah, you know? don't call it a comeback. I'm telling you, that's it. All right, so. We will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening and watching and uh, all that good stuff. We'll see you.